The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Situations for you. I see God opening doors for people in this place this morning. I see the hand of God resting upon you, resting upon the work of your hands. It's a new season, say the Spirit of God. It's a new season. It's a turnaround season. It's a turnaround season. It's a turnaround season. It's a turnaround season. I turn around things for my people. Yes, when people, men will say that used to happen, but it will be in the past. God is turning things around for you in this season. God is changing your story. He's causing things to align for his good, for his goodness. It's your season. And God will crown this year for you with his goodness on every side. In the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, wave a hand to God this morning and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, um, some people asked me this morning, where is Pastor T? Um, and they, were, they wanted to hear the obvious, but the truth is that Pastor T, um, not only is he a senior pastor, he's also the director of operations for, uh, for Kingswood, Nigeria. Last Sunday he was at uh, the Baden Church. Today he's at our church in, um, in Alimoshaw uh, this morning. And um, it's a great privilege to bring you God's word this morning. And let's um, fasten your seatbelt. Something good is about to happen to you. You know, um, we're continuing this series um, on, on, on Faith Forward. We'll continue this series this morning, past, I mean, last, last um, week, Sunday, Pastor, Pastor Inda brought us a great word, a transforming word, and on um, Wednesday, we had a great session with our father. The house where he declared, made a lot of prophetic declarations over us. And this morning, we continue in that same spirit. And this morning in particular, um, uh, I'll be speaking on a topic I've titled The Spirit of Faith. The Spirit of Faith, speaking about uh, this morning. I'll we'll start from looking at this, the, 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 um, the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 13. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 says, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore what do we do? We speak. You know, 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 says, For what, whatever is born of God does what? Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. You know, I will encourage you to please look into your Bibles. Sometimes you can hear those things, but if you don't know where they are, you know, sometimes merely opening that Bible or checking it, the day you need that scripture, you can just remember... I opened my Bible towards the back. It's not at the beginning. And so you can start from that angle. In case you can't remember the book, you know, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. We are plagued in this season, in this time, with myriads of issues as a nation, um, as a nation and as a people. There's so much pressure 
all over the world. There are so many things happening at the same time all over the world. And there are so many challenges. But one of the things that we need as believers is for us to be able to win every single time. And the scripture we read in 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 makes us to understand that we have victory through Christ Jesus. And one of the, I mean, one, one tool for that victory is our faith. Your faith is a tool of dominion. Your faith is what gives us the victory. Whatever we go through at any point in time, your faith gives the victory. You know, when we do look at, at, at scripture, um, you know, the fact that we read this scripture does not mean that believe, a, a believer, that you are insulated from a, encountering life's problem. There are, I mean, there are problems in life. Different challenges come. But one of the one assurance we have from God's word is that at the end of every situation, there is victory at the end of that situation. The, at the end of that circumstance, there is victory at the end of that circumstance. That's why as believers, we cannot live like people without hope. There is always hope in God. There's always hope in Christ. If you lost your job, know that you are going to get another job. If you lost that business opportunity, there are many more opportunities. God is a God of opportunities. God will always bring opportunities. And that's why you don't have any time to be regretting situations, to be regretting circumstances. No matter what has happened, no matter what you have gone through, one of the things that is very clear is the fact that at the end of your situation, at the end of your circumstance, there is victory at the end. There is victory. You know, uh, uh, maybe if your vehicle got burned, your car got burned, there is victory at the end. There, will, there is victory. And so as a believer, as a Christian, you must always be expectant that at the end of this situation, there is victory. No matter how difficult the circumstance is for you right now, one of the things you must learn to say is that, and it came to pass. You know, the, the Bible used that scripture a lot. And it said, and it came to pass. And, it, you know, that, that, that difficulty as an expiration date. You know, the same way when, we, when, when, when you buy, buy a product and they will tell you manufactured on so-so date and then they, they will say expired on so-so date. And so whatever that challenge is, maybe it was manufactured on a particular day, it will end on a particular day. There is an, so you will say, and it came to pass. You know, one of the things that, that you will say today is that as you go home, you say, and, and it came to pass. As I came to church today, what's today's date? On the 16th day of October. And it came to pass that the hardship had suffered came to an end. And it came to pass that that business opportunity I've been longing for became fulfilled. It came to pass that waiting for it for so long that that, that, that situation became to pass hallelujah you know one of the things that we, we are as believers is, uh, that, is that there are challenges there will always be challenges but at the end of it like i said earlier on is that you will come out as a victor you will come out as a victim you will come out as a victim you know and a lot of time one of the things that gives us this assurance is that when we look into god's word when you look in the Bible, you read the stories of people who went through very difficult situations. And at the end of the day, when you read this story, there is always victory at the end of it. 
You talk about Paul, he was beaten, shipwrecked, one problem or the other, hunger, and you know, in different places, but at the end of the day, there was victory at the end. And not only in Bible days, even in those who were before us, and those who are in our time and in our generation, people are experiencing victory. You know, there are people who have been told, maybe doctor told them they can't have children. And then a lot of these things happen over and over. At the end of the day, it, I mean, you know, you just realize that it just came, one day will just come. And you just realize that, you know, maybe lady just realized that she, she was pregnant. And then she will give birth. Sometimes it may be multiple births. Sometimes it may be the individual who will say, Lord, let this thing stop. I've had enough. And sometimes someone has been struggling to get married for many years. And a day is come. And, and today is that day. And today is that day. When you look back and all that you've been struggling with will come to an end. When we, um, one of the things that we know from God's word is the fact that God wants us to have this kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes and speaks. The God kind of faith believes and that, and that faith speaks. You know, that's how God created the universe. Check Genesis chapter 1. If you look at Mark 11 verse 22 to verse 24. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. So you can take down the note. I mean, the scriptures can check them at home. Genesis chapter 1. Mark 11 22 to verse 24. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Let's look at Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The evidence of things not in faith is real. You know, one of the things that the psalmist said in the book of Psalms 1 and 16, verse 10, which is the same, which is also repeated in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, which was referenced, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, is the fact that he said, I believed, therefore I spoke. I believed, therefore I spoke. You know, I believe, therefore I spoke. Paul, later writing it in, in the epistles, said the same thing. Like he said, he said, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written. Where was it written? It was written in Psalm 116, uh, verse 10. I, I believed, therefore, what did I do? I spoke. You know, as a new creation, as believer in Christ, the God kind of faith believes. And God of kind of faith also does what? Speaks. Believes. Speaks. What, um, you know, one of the things we need to look at in life is the fact that what does the believer have that makes him more productive in life? What makes a believer more productive in life? What can ensure your productivity? It's the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith belie believes. The spirit of faith speaks. It's not enough to be a believer. You must also speak. It's not just for you to say, oh, I believe. One other thing you must do is that you must speak. You have, one of the things you must believe is the fact that your best days are ahead of you. You must believe that your best days are ahead of you. Someone say, my best days, they are ahead of me. My best days, they are ahead of me. One of the things, you know, when about the faith, Two things that he says. The first one is the fact that, uh, you know, when, when you think about the spirit of faith, operating by the spirit of faith as a believer, you must always understand that you are pressing towards new territories. 
you are going to be taking new territories by the spirit of faith. And secondly, is the fact that by spirit of faith, you prepare the way for those who will come after you. You know, there are people, you prepare the way for those who will come after you. There are some people that when they are tracing your genealogy, your family genealogy, they will say that when he came to the throne of this man, this was when poverty ended in our lineage. When it came to the turn of so-so person, this was when barrenness ended in our family. When it came to this particular person, this was when joblessness ended. Psalm 27 verse 13, look at what David said in Psalm 27 verse 13. He said, he says, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He believed him. And then he said it boldly. He believed. Then he said it. Uh, he said, you, you need to believe in the goodness of the Lord to end this year well. You've got to believe in the goodness of the Lord that this year will end well for me. You know, this year will end well for me. Join your faith. Point to me and say, this year, this year. will end well for him. This year will end well for him. Point to me, say for him. You people are selfish. Hallelujah. You need to believe in the goodness of the Lord. You've got to believe in the goodness of the Lord. Like we said earlier on 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, say, I believe. Therefore, I did what I spoke. One of the things you must know is that your belief system must be connected to your sound system. Your belief system must be connected to your sound system. And because your belief system controls your sound system. You know, one of the things that happen is the fact that, you know, um, right, technology has changed. And so, you have Bluetooth speakers. You have, you have Bluetooth speakers. And then you've got maybe a phone, you're playing a music. Before, you will look for a cable to plug to your phone. Some of the new phones that come that do not have that, those um, cables that you can plug in anymore. And so if you've got to. So whatever you've got on that phone, when you are playing it, and you tune to the frequency of that speaker, and then you, you connect them via Bluetooth, you realize that your speaker will start amplifying it. Same way where life is concerned. Your belief system must connect, you know, you must connect it to your speaker. If you do not connect your belief system to your, to your own speaker, which is your own mouth, then it becomes difficult for you to experience the fullness of all that you ought to experience in life. A lot of people believe, but they do not speak. And so they believe. Yeah, I believe I'm going to be well. So they believe it. And so when opposition and challenges come, because you are, you are not said it so much that you've had it. And this, this is the connection between when we say we are making confession. When we are making confession of God's word, you believe it and you are saying it and you are enforcing it. Similar to what God did in Genesis chapter 1. He believed, then he said it. He believed, he said it. You know, not only should you be a believer, you must also be a speaker. Let me tell your neighbor, you should be a speaker. Don't only be a believer. You know, one of the things that Dr. Kennedy again said years ago in one of his materials is the fact that is that the spirit of faith opens the door to the supernatural. The spirit of faith opens the door to the supernatural. The spirit of faith believes that the unseen is greater than the seen. 
The spirit of faith believes that the unseen is greater than the sin. No, the spirit of faith believes that your words have authority and they affect your situation. People believe that your words have authority and they affect your situation. The spirit of faith believes that your words, they have authority. They affect your situation. Your words have authority. They affect your situation. And you know, you cannot afford to be, to be silent. You know, one of the things that he said, we heard it said a lot. I mean, you know, well, well, I started hearing it of late. I think I've, I've had, I had it, I think maybe my, the first time I had it from Pastor Hida. And she said that if you, if, you, if, you, if you snooze, what do you say happened to you? Okay. Okay. I will tell you, in line with this script, with what we are thinking about now, I, I, I looked at it in another way. Uh, remind me before I finish, I'll tell you what, what if, if you do something. The spirit of faith believes that your words have authority and affect your situation. If you are, I'm operating by the spirit of faith, it means I can't quit. I can't give up. I can't cave in. I can't quit. I can't give up. I can't cave in. Irrespective of the situation, irrespective of the circumstances that you are facing in life, I can't give up. In the, in the circumstances of life, that financial situation, I can't, give, I can't give up. I can't cave in. I can't quit. Somebody look at that situation. Open your mouth and say it now. Use your speaker. Somebody use your speaker this morning. What's your speaker? What do you believe? Use your speaker. What's that situation that you're not quitting? Say it. What's that circumstance that you're not caving it? Say it. What's that situation that you will not quit? Say, say it. I won't quit. I won't cave in. You know, I love the way someone said that word. He said, um, you know, you know I, 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 like I said, said, said if, if you snooze, you lose. However, I had it in this way. Someone said, if you are silent, you will lose by default. If you are silent, you will lose by default. If you are silent, you lose by default. Look at Bartholomew. Jesus was passing by. He started shouting. You know, people told him, keep quiet. If you are listening to them, he has lost. If you are silent, you lose by default. If you are silent, you know sometimes, you, you know sometimes saying the right words, declaring the right thing, create the right atmosphere around you. You know sometimes when I, when circumstances and everything seems to go against what should happen naturally, and you then you start declaring what should be, your life takes on a new meaning. Sometimes, when, you know, let's say, let, 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 the, let the poor say that I am rich. Let the weak say that I am strong. You know, one of the things that happens most of the time is the, is the fact that you've got to learn to align your words with God's word. And if you start looking to God's word and you believe what God says about you, then the next thing to do is for you to do what? To speak it up. Allow your belief system to align with your speaker. And that's why we cannot say anything. You can't just say, you know, so, sometimes, I mean, I, I'm almost ahead of myself. One of the things that happens is that a lot of people, they don't speak in line, in line with their belief system, in line with God's word. A lot of people speak in line with their emotions. A lot of people speak in line with their feelings. A lot of people speak in line with their circumstances. The spirit of faith does not mean that there will not be adversities. But it can always be victorious. Be believing and speaking the word. 
there to believe God with the spirit of faith. There to believe God. There to believe God. The strength of your faith is directly proportional to the depth of the word in your heart. The strength of your faith is directly proportional to the, to, to, uh, directly proportional to the depth of the word of God in your heart. And one of the things that happens is that for you to speak boldly, speak with faith, is the fact that you've got to constantly put the word of God in your heart. One of the ways you put the word of God in your heart is by reading the Bible, listening to the Bible, listening to the messages. You know, come on, keep feeding your ears, your eyes. Keep declaring it. You know, one of, one of the ways in which you can actually um, um, see the spirit of faith in action is in the way people praise God. Your worship of God can be an expression of your faith. And one of the things that happens is that sometimes people come to church and get carried away. It's a personal worship of God. And when you come in, you know, sometimes someone can be jumping and praising God. It is sometimes an, it's an expression of faith. Maybe all week long the, long, the person couldn't move the leg. You know, one of the things that happen is the fact that, is the fact that you come into church. They are, they are, I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody in this place. Maybe you had maybe headache, you, you had a pain in part of your body, and then you walked into church, and then, and, and then you started praising God. And you started praising God. By the end of self, you realize that that pain has gone. Has anything ever happened to anybody in this place? You want a witness? Let me see a witness. Anybody? Glory to God. Now, one of the things that happened is that you were acting, maybe you came into us, the, the, the praise worship leader said, lift your hands. You didn't feel like lifting your hands. You felt maybe you are battling with depression. And you just chose to lift your hand. They said, it's time to rejoice. You started rejoicing. You started cooperating with the instructions uh, as given by the Spirit. And at the end of the day, you found out that the problem, the difficulties, you know, you just faded away. One of the things that happens is the fact that as you as you yield, cooperate with your believer, with your belief system, you know, you believe that if I worship God, things get better. I worship God because I'm, I'm made to worship God. And the more you worship God, the more you encounter his presence. And it's one of those things where, like I said, one way you express the spirit of faith is in how you worship God. It's in how you praise God. And sometimes don't allow somebody who is praising God to intimidate you. And don't allow people not praising God to intimidate you. You know, because you are the one that knows what you are dealing with. And you are the one that knows, say, when they say it's time to pray. And somebody says, okay, come on, I've done enough. I mean, God has done enough for me. I don't have any reason to, I mean, I don't have much to say. But you, you know you have much to say. You have much to believe God for. Come on, when they say it's time to praise God, praise God the loudest. When it's time to shout, shout the loud, loudest. Connecting your, because some of those actions is helping you to connect your belief to your speaking. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What determines your belief system? Most of the time, what determines your belief system are the things that you have within those things that you are feeding on. Those things you are feeding on. If you feed on words that edify, if you feed on the fact that God is the deliverer, then you will experience deliverance. You know, one of the things that happens that in this day and age, one of the things that we have got to de declare the most, if you live in a country like, uh, like Nigeria, you've got to consciously declare Psalm 91 over your life. Not only should you do that, I used to say it. You've got to know it. Know it in your Noah. And not only do you know it, then you speak it. 
Because as you speak it, the Bible says that the angels of God, they hearken to the voice of his word. The word of God does not speak itself on the pages of your Bible. When you open your mouth and you start declaring um, 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 protection scriptures, the angels of God, you are giving them fuel to act. You are giving them fuel to act. Wake up and declare that this week I will have help. This week, as I go out this week, you know, lines are falling to me in pleasant places. God is sending me help. I have angelic assistance. And not only should you say it in church, it should be your daily operation. It should be the way your modus operandi. It should be the way you operate. One of the things that happens is that you can determine how your week will turn out. You can speak forth into the week, speak forth into the year, speak forth into the month. And why? Because you are putting the right ingredient into your belief system. When you put that the right ingredient into your belief system, connect that belief system into your speaker system. Put in the right words, put in the right things that shapes your thinking. The word of God has the ability to shape our thinking. Listen to me. A man is not poor because he doesn't have money. A man is first and foremost is poor on the inside. You know, so no matter how much you give to someone, if you give someone a million and that person is poor on the inside, he will be earning that money so that it will not finish. So you start struggling to spend Whereas the core work, the first work to do is to ensure that on the inside, you know, First John shall not say that, beloved, I mean, chapter 3 says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So when you feed in the right words to prosper on the inside, it will manifest on the outside. Same thing where your health is concerned, symptoms come. People have different situations. Sometimes we live with symptoms that we shouldn't live with. I remember, I mean, for about, for about um, uh, maybe for a year or two, I was having a pain on the left side of my body. I mean, I started having this pain on the left side of my, of, of, of my body. I mean, I went to the hospital, they did a scan. Doctor will touch. They will not feel anything. I will touch. I will not find it. I will go home. I will touch it. I will feel it. But I cannot hold it. You know? It was difficult. I did a scan. This one, I mean, different things. Sometimes in May this year, I went back to basics and I was spending time with the word of God. I mean, you know, I started feeding my heart right. I was setting my belief system. Setting my belief system. How do you set your belief system? One of the ways you can set, listen, if, if poverty is afflicting you, or maybe it's not yet afflicting, but it is knocking at the door. You know, you can see that he's knocking at the door. That just give me small chance. Let me enter. You know that if you make the mistake of saying, let me take breeze, that poverty will enter. Uh, if you know that that will happen, then one of the things you've got, there's nobody that should, you should go home and download scriptures on prosperity and hear it so much until you believe it on the inside. You know, I, I mean, I, I, talking about, I, was, I, I had this pain on the left side. I, I, maybe I went to, I don't know, to says, can, they, they did scan, they did not see anything, everything is okay. But when I, oh, when I stretch, I feel the pain. I went back, yeah, I said, maybe it's a must, take pain reliever. It wasn't going. But along the line, when I entered into a season when I started, I, now, I consciously started listening to the word of God because it is not everything that a tablet will, will kill. 
And so your faith should not be in a tablet. Your faith should be in the word of, the, of God. And you've got to believe it to the point where you are saying it. And one of the things, you get to that point. It got to a point. I wake up. I started taking communion on a daily basis. At night, I just lift my hands. And I'm declaring God's word. The Bible says, I saw a scripture that says that the spirit of God. And the same spirit that quickened Jesus. That raised him. That that same spirit will quicken your what? Your mortal body. You know, sometimes a lot of us know that scripture. But you are not milking that scripture. How do you milk that scripture? One of the ways you milk that scripture is that, is, is that you know that scripture. You start saying it to yourself until a point where you believe that word. When you believe that word, a point comes where you see the Holy Ghost living on your inside, influencing the cells, the tissues, the organs, the system of your body. Now, if you can do that, where the area of your health is concerned, and by the way, I mean, a couple of months down the line, maybe about last month or two months ago, I noticed that I could no longer feel the pain, and I give God praise, but I couldn't say when. I didn't know when, I, I could feel it when it was there, but once I had pain, now I don't. Now, same way, once you were broke, now you are rich. Now, but if you are going to be rich, you've got to put in words of prosperity on the inside. You've got to consciously build your belief system. Listen to me. If you are broke, if you are, if you are broke, if you are in debt, one of the things you've got to do is to find scripture that promises you that there is a way out of that situation, a way out of that circumstance. You've got to learn to believe God. Hallelujah. Your belief system, like I said earlier, is connected to your sound system. Most of the time, he said, look, you can judge a person's level of faith by the words that they speak. And one of the things that happens is the fact that if you start putting in the right words in your heart, listen, there is a labor in the word. If you don't labor in the word, you know, one of the things that we do is that if you labor in the, in the word, even your prayer will change. Because you will know, you get to a point, there are some prayers you just hold on that, you know, you are still cooking this scripture. You have not caught it yet. And when you catch it, you catch it. One of the things we have to be, be um, to, we, we have to deal with as believers is the fact that you must be, you must be careful that your speaker is not connected to your feelings and your circumstances. You must be careful that it's not your feeling that your speaker is not connected to your feelings and your circumstances. There are a lot of people that it's their feelings that determines the things that they say. So they woke up this morning. And somebody will wake up and stretch his hand and say, I'm feeling depressed. Right? Has that happened to anybody here before? You feel depressed. And so because you will say boldly, I'm feeling depressed. It is okay for you to say that. Right? Is it okay? I'm not too sure. You know, one of the things that happen is the fact that if you program your belief system, yes, it may be a fact. Faith does not deny situations and circumstances. What you do with faith, like talking about this belief and the speaker is that, yes, I feel this pain in my hands. You are feeling depressed, but the word of God told you that the joy of the Lord is my what? It's my strength. And one of the things you do consciously is the fact that in that situation, the same way when there is sickness on your body and you speak to your body, be made whole. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm ill. Now, you're feeling that pain, but you're declaring God's word where it's concerned. Same way you deal with 
emotional related issues. Say so we deal with the fact that you feel depressed. And yes, you know it's a fact. This is where I'm feeling. But this is what God's word says. This is what God's word says. And I'm going to allow the word of God to take preeminence where this situation is concerned. You are preparing for an exam. You are struggling to, to, to read. It's becoming, you know, you are struggling to understand the concept. Then what does the word of God say about the spirit of excellence? I've got the spirit of excellence. You can reprogram your system with the word of God. You can reprogram your circumstances with the word of God. You know, a lot of people, their feelings determines a lot how they behave. So sometimes, someone was um, talking to me in, in, in my office once. I was telling me that she meets a particular colleague. And the particular, today, that colleague greets with everything, I mean, all smile. The next morning, says hello to the colleague. The person just as if he has never seen her before. That I'm not talking to this person again. You know, and people make, but apparently, maybe something happened in the person's house overnight. Or maybe the person had a mood swing that caused the person. And you've got to know how these things happen. And that's why, if you know you are in a particular area, you've got a challenge there. What does the word of God say concerning that situation? Program your believer so that your speaker will, will transmit the right things out. Hallelujah. Be careful. Not allow circumstances to di di dictate the things that you say. A lot of people, you know, um, you go, you have conversation with people. People tell you that, oh, the station of this country, no, but I mean, everybody is broke. Everywhere is this. Everywhere is that. And some people will say it. The fact that it is happening does not mean that that should be your own experience. We are not denying it, eh, but we are declaring what God's word has said about you. Bible says, in the midst of darkness, you will shine. He says, shine and arise, I mean, arise and shine. And so, in the midst of the darkness in the land, the light will shine brighter. And you've got to speak in line with God's word rather than in line with just your circumstances. There's a time people will tell you that only um, that most organizations, most, most of the top-rated organizations will only employ people with 2-1. Now, in view of current circumstances and realities, a lot of them are changed. So, what has happened is the fact that they are, they are now they, they, are, they are advertising to you uh, at all, at all. I ain't bad. Third class, come. They are big. Some of them are beginning to change. I mean, you know, revising some of those standards. Now, one of the things that happened is that if someone has, has gotten so used, and this affects people looking for a job a lot, someone is looking for a job, and the individual keeps saying that there are no jobs, if you don't know anybody, you can't get a job, you realize that that will become the person's experience because you've been listening to people keep telling you that if you don't have a rich uncle, if you don't have a rich cousin, you don't know somebody, it can't happen for you. I mean, your God owns the whole earth. He knows who you should talk to. God can connect you to any person. God can cause your name to come up in places that you cannot imagine. God can open doors. When men say those doors have been, are, are, are been closed. Be careful that your speaker is not connected to your feelings and your circumstances. Hebrews 11, chapter 11, verse, um, uh, chapter 11. You know, at 20, I mean, maybe 20 different times in that particular chapter, mentioned the word. It said, by faith. Talking about what some of those people, adversities they had to overcome. Said so by faith, they did this. By faith, 
Sarah conceived. You know, Sarah deceived strength by faith. And so it means that all the 20 times, they all faced various opposition. But one of the things that happened is that they didn't just allow the opposition and the circumstances to deter them. They connected their speaker to their believer, the things that they believe. And that became their reality. You know, um, Bible talking about the spirit, um, spirit of faith. Uh, you know, Moses, Moses had the spirit of faith. And, and one of the things that the Bible says about the fact that, you know, he laid his hands upon um, Joshua. Joshua caught the spirit of faith. And, you know, Joshua followed Moses. He saw Moses part the Red Sea. What did Joshua do? When he got to the time, Joshua and his people were having victory. Have you ever had a man, he looked up to the heaven and said, son, stand still. And it's reality. I read a, a scientific, I mean, some scientists did a research, and they were calculating the number of days of the earth once. And they were able to, um, one day, they found out that there was a gap somewhere. And then some of them had to check the Bible. I mean, it was the day it stopped the sun. And these are not, these are not fables. These are not science fiction. These are things that happened in reality that science has been able to confirm that at a particular point in time, something happened to the sun. And you could connect it to the time when Joshua, you know, operating by the spirit of faith, told the sun to stand still so that they could win this particular war. It cut the spirit of faith. You know, most, most of the time, you know, the principles of faith, they are taught. Principles of faith are taught. Spirit of faith is caught. Principles of faith, you can teach it. You know what faith is. You know what faith associates. You know this about faith. And one of the things that happens a lot of the time is that you realize that one of the ways you, re, um, you realize um, that, that um, in, in some testimonies you hear, you will hear someone say, oh, okay, um, they learned this. And then maybe some, one of the things that we say, why we encourage people to share testimony a lot is that someone will share a testimony. And someone hearing that testimony you shared will catch something in that testimony. And that propels them for them to go for the next thing that they are believing God for. And so they catch something from that, from, from, from that testimony. Oh, I, 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 I have this uh, testimony. I wrote a confession. I started declaring it and so on and so forth. And same thing that happened to um, so same Joshua and Caleb. You know, to, um, 12 of them went and two of them, I mean, 12 of them came back. 10 gave a different report. We cannot, we cannot, they had belief system. They saw it. We cannot do this. Joshua and Caleb said, we, we, we are well able. Let's go up and take the land. We are well able. Two things that distinguished them was their belief system. The 10 believe in a particular way. And so, no matter what you say, you, so, I mean, if you think, if you think that things will get better for you, you are thinking right. If you think that nothing will change, you also have another way of thinking. And you realize that people end up experiencing those things that they believe. If you believe that you can be victorious, if you believe that you can do this, and, and, and the, 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 the core of your belief, what drives that core of your belief is that there might something you are anchoring it on. You cannot anchor your belief on bare conversation. A lot of people a lot of people, when they talk about, when they talk about politics, it's bare parallel conversation that they argue. They are not looking at the core. They, are, they, they don't even know what they believe. They just know that a friend of mine told me that, um, that um, this group, they said this. So that is the way it's happening. Core, what are you anchoring your belief on? Your belief cannot be anchored on the fact that somebody sang a song. Your belief should be anchored on a scripture that you believe to change that situation. 
One other thing about spirit of faith is, is, is the fact that spirit of faith uh, must be like a fire that burns in your heart. If your circumstances will change, then you've got to anchor it on the word of God. Change. You know, feed your belief system so that your speaker system, your speaker can transmit the right thing. David said in Psalms 18 verse 28, he said, you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. You will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. And so sometimes if you think you're in a difficult situation, now these are the things to speak. So apparently David was in the dark on an issue when he said this. He was in the dark. He said, you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. And that scripture says light arises. Light arises out of darkness. You know, it will enlighten my darkness. And so if you are working in an area in darkness, maybe in your finances, you are working in darkness. In the area of your health, you are working in darkness. In your, in your family, you are working in darkness. Or maybe there's an area, you are finding that you are not moving as you ought to. This is a scripture of deliverance for someone in the house this morning. Somebody declare after me. Um, um, Psalm 18 verse 28 says, someone say it after me. Psalm 18 verse 28 it says for you will light my lamp the lord my god we enlighten my darkness i declare this morning that the lord lights my lamp the lord my god enlightens my darkness any area any aspects of my life where i'm walking in darkness I decree and declare, light dawns, light dawns, light dawns. Any area of darkness, I decree, light dawns, light arises for me in darkness. I know what to do, I know how to do it, I know with whom to do it. Light arises for me in the name of Jesus. You know, the first part, the first part of you, that your faith needs to move. Is what? What's the first part of you that your faith needs to move? Your mouth. It's your mouth. If your faith cannot move your mouth, it cannot move a mountain. Your faith needs to move your mouth. Don't say, I don't like talking. Mm, I don't talk a lot. I don't like talking. Your faith got to move that mouth. Faith got to move that mouth. I believe it. I believe that God will light my, my lamp. The Lord will enlighten my darkness. If there's any area where you're walking in darkness, listen to me. A lot of time, one of the reasons why we are not moving as fast as we should, what we why we are not accelerating as we should, is because that there may be some measure of darkness around that situation or circumstance. And darkness does not only mean that there's a demonic affliction. It means that maybe you don't have the right information you ought to have. You are not working with the right people. It means that maybe you are not in the right association. Part of God enlightening your darkness is that maybe there's a particular information you require at a particular point in time that God will bring it to you. It's similar to what Eliezer of Damascus said. Look, do you know what happened to Eliezer of Damascus? If God, um, his, his boss sent him on an errand. The boss told him, the boss said, go and do A, B, C. Go and get a wife for my son from this particular location. Now, number one, there are many women there. I will you know in particular who will take, who will go with me. He said, Lord, if you grant me 
Grant me good speed this day. Grant me good speed this day. There, is, there are people in this place, your prayer in this season should be God. Grant me good speed. Let me make the right decision. Let me know what to do. Let me know the crowd to roll with. One of the ways in which God enlightens your darkness, one way God does that for you as a new creation is the fact that he can bring you through an association, through a report. Sometimes you're maybe in your house. At that particular time is when you flip to a particular channel and they are talking about what you need. Opening your Bible says that the angels of God, they are to the voice of the word of God. And that's why I said the first thing you need to move is your mouth. If you can declare the word of God, you know, declare the word of God boldly. If you are suffering under financial hardship, keep declaring money comes to me every day in the name of Jesus. And the more you declare it, it will become your reality. And as you are declaring it, you are establishing yourself in the word of God. You are affecting your belief system. You're affecting, you know, the core of you on the inside. And part of dealing with the core on the inside is the fact that one of the things that God will do for you is the fact that if there are information you need to, to, to know, if there are things you need to, you know, I mean, I, 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 you need to know. I, I love a testament that one of our, um, one of our pastors shared during one of our meetings. Um, uh, Pastor Glown shared a testimony once about how he was at work he was supposed to was supposed to go and do a naming ceremony for for one of the um, one of the members of the zone that he passed us then, and well, you know, it was a struggle to leave the office and go and do it. And he said when he got to that place, he went you know just to um, just to conduct the naming ceremony. While there, God dropped an idea in his heart, and when God dropped an idea in his heart, that idea helped his organization to make some significant amount. Of money. Now listen to me. Could it have happened that that idea may not have dropped if he was in his office? It may, it may not. But one of the things that he knew, once he was in his office, he didn't go for a naming ceremony. And he didn't get the idea. Next, he went for a naming ceremony. The idea dropped. And he went back. Everybody smiled in the office. Anytime God wants to change people, someone's life, he always touches their mouth. He always touches their, there's something about the mouth. God always touches their mouth. Look at the story of Jeremiah. God touched his mouth. Look at the story of Isaiah. Look at the story of Isaiah. You know, one of the ways God touched the, I mean, all the patriarchs, God touched their mouth. Abraham, um, Jacob. Jacob is a planter. God changed his name to Israel. You know, just changed it from Mr. Soprata, leave it. Abraham, he changed it. Abraham started opening his own mouth. What's your name? No, he, say, he would say father, uh, you know. And then later he became father of many nations. And so on. And, and, and God, from time to time, people, you believe, you say it. You know, Jeremiah 5 verse 14 says, chapter 5 verse 14, um, um, one of the things that said in that scripture is that it said, therefore thus says the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire. Behold, I will make my words in your mouth. I will make it what? Fire. And these people would and shall devote them. He said, I will make my words in your mouth fire. Now, it's not only the mouth of Jeremiah that God has made his word fire. 
God has also made his word fire in your own mouth. You've got to use the word of God. And let that word of God consume the poverty. Let the word of God consume the sickness. Let the word of God consume the lack. Let the word of God consume that joblessness. Let the word of God, the word of God consume that difficulty. Isaiah 6 verse 7 says, and, uh, and he touched my mouth with it. You know, talking about, you know, God said, he took that coal of fire and put it and touched his mouth with it. God touches their mouth. And one of the things that happened, you know, in the in Bible days, the, uh, um, the apostles, there was no physical Bible to refer to. You know, there were no physical Bible. They didn't have physical Bible. Uh, they could refer to the... Um, they could refer to the, to the five laws written by Moses and then they read that from time to time. We have, we have much more. We have many more opportunities on your phone. You can hear the audio Bible. You can read the Bible on your phone. You can carry a physical Bible. You can, you, you can listen to the Bible at will. You don't have to go to the temple. Bible talk about Jesus. We went to the, the temple at a particular time. You don't have to go to the temple. You are the temple of God. God lives on your inside. Hallelujah. If you dare to speak the word of God, it will change the scenery of your life. If you dare to speak the word of God, it will change the scenery of your life. Um, same way it did for Joshua and Caleb. If you can believe God for it, God can pay for it. Whatever that situation is, whatever that challenge that you need financial bill for, if you can believe God for it, God can pay for that situation. God can pay, can, can pay for that item. If you can believe God for it, God can pay for it. You know, one of the things that, that is the fact that the, the word of God was spoken before it was written. And it was written so that it can be spoken. The word of God was spoken before it was written. And it was written so that it can be spoken. And so when you pick up that Bible, speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. Shape your heart. Dare to believe God today. Keep speaking God's word. Keep exercising the spirit of faith. Keep feeding your belief system so that your belief system can influence your speaker system. Keep speaking that word boldly. Keep speaking the word of God boldly. Keep influencing your belief system so that your belief system can influence your speaker system. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you have anyone in the house ready this morning to speak God's word this morning? Do you have anyone ready to declare God's word where your situation and circumstance is concerned? Can we rise this morning? Can we rise this morning? And we are going to, I'm going to allow you to do an exercise. Listen to me. If you don't know the scriptures, ask a neighbor to give you a scripture concerning that situation. If you've had, if all you had today was the scriptures that we've read today, because all you know is Psalm 23, we are going to pick it. We are going to have an exercise this morning. We are going to declare God's word this morning. And I want to declare that word boldly. I want to declare that word boldly this morning. Are you ready this morning? I want you to lift up your voice. And you know, you know, Bible talks about glory to God. Bible talks about Paul and Silas. You know, one of the things that happened to Paul and Silas, some of the other prisoners, some of them, they, they also have them to one or two of them have been believers. Do you know what happened? Some of them are believers praising God in their corner, in their hearts. But Bible says that when Saul and Paul and Silas started praising God, Bible says that the prisoners had them. Bible says that. The, 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 the jailers add them. 
and they add them. So it depends on what. And when they prayed so much, the prison wall shook. The chain fell off their hand and then they left him. This morning, I want you to open your mouth. Whatever you are, whether you are like Paul and Silas, or you're like the other guys who just believe that God will come through for me at any time he wants to. But you can determine your day. Today is your day of favor. Today is your day of favor. I want you to open your mouth and begin to declare this morning. What would you would declare? Based on what you have heard, what are you stirred to, to, to do? What are you declaring this morning? Hallelujah. By the spirit of by the spirit, by the spirit of faith, allow your belief system to influence your speaker. What is your belief system this morning? Makalaba, come on, come on, come on, declare God's word. This morning, Psalm 105, verse 37 says, And he also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among his tribe. Open your mouth and declare, Is God bringing you out in this season? Are you living this season with silver and gold? Is there any infirmity in your body? Bible said, None was feeble among them. Psalm 105, verse 37. Hallelujah. And the Bible, verse 40 says, and he satisfied them with the bread of heaven. If you are having difficulty feeding your household, this is a scripture that should not be far from your, from your mouth. That God will satisfy me. God satisfy me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. The verse 24 of that same chapter says, and he increased his people greatly and make them stronger than their enemies. He increased his people greatly. If you've got those scripture you want to come and declare boldly, be bold in your declarations this morning. Be bold in your declarations this morning. Ma braca lebro doloso. Ma braca labrido lobro tuso. Ma calivro tuso. Meca le cregadaga. Manga la breke lebroto. Manga de lebro do 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 Situation. Move your mouth. What's that circumstance? Let that mountain, let it melt. Bible says it melts at the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Let that circumstance melt at the presence of the Lord. You have a target in your office. Let that target melt at the presence of the Lord. Let that circumstance melt of the Lord. You have been struggling to get that approval. Let that situation melt at the presence of the Lord. Like David said, David knew about it. He allowed his believer to connect to his speaker. And he told Goliath, he, he, he said, he told Goliath, who are these uncircumcised Philistines who dare to come against the armies of the living God? And he spoke, what will happen? Glory to God. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00640.